Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. <sighs> that is a sigh of relief. An escape from Alcatraz. We have done it. We, I think, can uh, count this season as a success. Although I don't know. Uh, we leave that up to our guest, shall we? My name is Eddie Nesta. This is the Manchester United Redcast brought to you, broadcasting to you from Londinium over in Manchester. Bobby Meekin. Bobby, uh, how are you? Well, I'd say after the... Uh after that final, it was just it was relief, really. As you say, just staggering over the line and getting getting that Champions League spot. You know, it was because uh, you know, I must admit, before the game, I was genuinely nervous because of the way we'd been playing yeah, uh, and beforehand. It, and uh, yeah, and it was yeah. an interesting atmosphere too. Uh, I was uh, with reasons, yeah. uh, the two uh, young men. It- the two men in front of me, I was uh, with them on that what? night. What? <laughs> what I'm, gonna you say, to I'm just going to let me introduce you. Start having a go and a dig at me already. Oh. I'm going to have a go. Hello, at that Chris. Shirt. I'm How are you, Chris? I'm are you have right? a go at that shirt. Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, I promise. <laughs> and that laughs is everything, ladies uh, and gentlemen. Okay. Glad to say the accountants with us. How are you, Dave? I'm very well. Good to be back. Yeah. I had to take some time off. I was getting depressed and I was told to, you know, to remove <laughs> myself from the situation. <laughs> Just, but I'm back. The glass was half empty it, it, for it a long time was, this yeah. season. Well, thanks for leaving I me with him all season. Well, you know, I've been okay. for, for eight years. Uh, before, we, before we get into it... Uh, Let's just pay our respects, certainly, to what happened over in Manchester. 22 people died. You probably listened to this podcast. You know that. And for a minute, what it did was it put everything into perspective. We were at the Groucho Club. It was fantastic to watch it. Uh, But you felt that there was something else going on, and you felt that we were more respectful, more held back. Uh, Bobby, you're in Manchester. Just give us a sense as to the mood, please. Yeah, I mean, I'm not in Manchester presently, but obviously I've I've lived in work there for for a long time and it, i mean mancunians as, as, as chris will say as well at the end of the day they are they are tough defiant you know, romantic you know, humorous people all those things and all those great qualities have basically come out in the face of this this awful awful event in recent days so, so i think they've really done themselves proud to be honest 
Uh, Chris? I mean, you know, it's my hometown. And I think when, when it is your home and it's a city that has given you so much and uh, you've taken a lot from it and the spirit and the community and the friends and the relationships you made and all that makes you appreciate the area and what it gave you to who you are even more and therefore it's even harder to take and i think when i heard the news it made me want to go home and be at home Mm -hmm. and and be around people because i know the spirit of that bit of that area i know you know the 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 tone of the attack and and the mood of the attack i think you know manchester survived the bomb in 96 and nobody was hurt and so there's an experience there but this was on a different level this was on a different this was a, a, a completely different thing because of how and who was targeted yeah. and Manchester will, will, will has found it tough from friends and people I've spoken to up there. It, it's going to take a little bit longer than, than you'd, you'd think even for the spirit of Manchester. Yeah, I, I'll make you right on that. The, the bomb in the Arndale, which has shaped modern Manchester, I think, uh, mm. it, it, though it was a huge bomb, 200 people injured, nobody was killed. And I think it's uh, apt that we on this podcast, and we're going to have a laugh and a joke and build a season up, but we just pay our respects. That, that, that said, before we get to the match, Dave, mm. how did you respond to the fact that Mourinho did not do the... Uh, pre-match press conference because he said he didn't want to be a spokesperson for Manchester. I I thought it was absolutely fine. I didn't see a problem. I think it it was bigger than the game. I I thought he felt he didn't want to be part of but by not doing it you make it a story if you do the press conference I didn't actually think about it to be honest. You do but I think in the circumstances I think Myself, I found it very hard to get excited about Wednesday, mm. and I'd been looking mm. forward to it. Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. definitely. And I think, therefore, really, do we want to? Does Jose really need to talk to us about Chris Smalling playing yeah. centre half? I just felt like it would, and it would have been the Tuesday, and it was the day after. It was still evolving. It was still happening. It was still raw. So we give him that one. I, I, yeah, think, I think it's so. it's fine. Let's just play the game, do what we need to do, and move on. As, so, so let's talk about the game then, uh, Bobby. You, you you started off as you normally do, quickly, before time. Now it is your time. What did you make of the whole thing? Well, I thought I was I was I was pleasantly surprised how disappointing Ajax were on on the night. <laughs> to be honest, uh, because I I, I fear, you know, having, having having watched essentially clips of them. Previously, you'd seen this free-flowing, exciting, attacking, speedy young team. I thought, you know, crikey, they could give our defence some trouble. But let's be honest, we had them from, by the throat pretty much from the beginning of the game. And they didn't seem to have a way of handling us. We sort of nullified their threat, which is all credit to Jose Mourinho for that. I thought Herrera was excellent, particularly in midfield. And then, yeah, and, and, and the early goal, I think, really settled us. And we really... I. I was felt pretty much at ease for most of the match, to be honest, which I haven't been able to say very often this season. I thought it was a it was a very, very professional, ruthless, efficient performance. Nothing that pretty, nothing brilliant about it, but they did the job. And I think credit to Jose in particular for getting his tactics spot on right. and for, stop, for stopping Ajax playing and also killing them off. Right. Well, well there you go. And that, that that's the thing, Chris, mm. for stopping Ajax playing. Before Jose Mourinho came to Manchester United, I remember Real Madrid just before he even went to Chelsea the, for the second time, that they accused him of being anti-football. 
actually, that he doesn't produce teams that go out with flair, ingenuity to win, to be the best team. He goes out with game plans to stop the other team. It's a very, very fine line. How would you categorise it? I think it? it is a classic Jose Mourinho performance last week, and I'll take it every day in the week in the circumstances. Because what he does better than any manager out there is manage a game well and pick a, get, and pick a team to get a result in, the, in a game when you need a result. And there is no doubt, as we've talked on here for many weeks, that we needed to win that trophy for what will happen Badly. to us for the next two or three weeks. Badly. We didn't need to win it 5-0 with, with flying wingers, crossing it and playing great football. We needed to control the game. We need to play with a level of maturity, which I think we did. And we scored goals at exactly the right time, which if, if Ajax weren't feeling particularly confident, they definitely were when they're 1-0 down after 15 minutes. And then we kill it off straight after half time. Dave, yeah. you know, arguably our man of the match would have been mop top, wouldn't he? Fellaini. Yeah. Yeah, again. Zidane. <laughs> he, we've got, the Manchester United should, Zidane. I've told you he's Zidane. <laughs> Said it for weeks now. Well, you know, you just talked about Real Madrid and they their negativity towards Mourinho. In that season he was at Madrid, they scored their record tally yeah. of goals. So it's interesting that, isn't it? I, I'm with you again. Fellaini, who's been derided and been accused of Did a causing uh, defeats and losing points, again, has become this player that was a man of the match performance kills the game now the problem is do we want our games killed or do we want to go on like I have to say the night I organised this Groucho thing I was more worried about enough people turning up and being able to cover the costs and I stood at the back for the whole night is that why you were standing at the back no because I was actually nervous because we've been watching United all season haven't we yeah. and when it's 1-0 1-0 is never enough and it wasn't until after the game finished I actually sat there and thought god we actually were never going to lose that game they were really poor but I kept wanting us within the game to go on go on again and, and but that's know, the next phase isn't it I mean yeah. if it, what, what, winning it was so important i've been using and upsetting you by using that t word for four years now would you say the transition and the transition isn't complete i thought something else then from <laughs> oh this oh, hey robert's a lovely guy what are you what? <laughs> he is a lovely guy but all all t's apply to him here, here we go so <laughs> we, that team as we saw it the manager could argue i bought him he scored yeah. i bought him and he scored. Yeah. What's the problem? Yeah. And, and he, he, would be, he would be right, wouldn't he, Chris? Yeah, and I think, you know, the last four months of the season, in the circumstances that we've been presented to ourselves, the fixture congestion, the injuries, particularly to key players such as Latan, it was, and it was about game management, it's about winning that trophy, job done, move on. However, we will not settle for that next year, the kind of football throughout. I think there've been massive. There've been lots of glimpses this season of playing the attacking football we want to see. Yeah. It, we didn't get the results with it. I think it's quite pointed. Fergie has said in the paper in the local paper tonight um, how there's a certain style at Manchester United that's expected, and people want to be entertained, and we shouldn't forget that. And he said that tonight, mm. and I think that's a message, and I think that's very key in terms of the kind of signings that he's going to make this summer. Okay. Can I also say that? This constant noise from Mourinho about the players are tired, too many games, that was getting on my nerves because we actually won a treble in 1999. We played a hell of a lot of games. Um, and, well, you know, I don't, I, done, what did I, we do? Play 65, I think the record 69. So it, it, you play Gareth, more games in UEFA Cup, don't you? 
Yeah, I just, I just think it, it, the more you carry on talking about this, I think the players, you yeah, know, players I agree are, with that. You know, they yeah, need to yeah. not be listening to this, and it's because they're mentally uh, they just uh, but, c- but, close down, and but, there's but, an excuse. Point taken, Dave. But but isn't that part of the kind of bunker siege mentality, Robert, that we have come to expect with Mourinho and his teams? Yeah, I mean, it's really annoying on one level. You always get it because I think Mourinho is known that this Manchester United team isn't isn't a great one obviously he knows he's got a lot of work to do with it it's not particularly fit for purpose and he does go into a mad sulk when that happens he turns into a mad old dictator with all these bizarre conspiracy theories that he happily sort of throws out um, you're going to get that with him it was always that, that that's all part of the deal with having Mourinho as a manager you get also hopefully a great tactician you get a bloke who's good at identifying transfer targets and you get a really charismatic you know, front man for the team. You get all those things, but you also get a bit of nonsense as well, yeah. which we've had to endure in recent weeks. Yeah. So you have yeah. to, hopefully yeah. the good outweighs the bad. Yeah, I mean, I think that Crystal Palace bit was it was interesting because what's the point? It's a dead game. Move it. I give your team, the only British team left in Europe, the best possible chance to do it. He puts the kids out and probably play some of the best football. But, but you know what? I Off think way, we were all, but we were all quite down and a bit worried about Ajax before that Palace game. And that Palace game put a smile on people's Absolutely. face and gave us a little bit of confidence and took the, the pressure off. In the future. And I think I, I've named them Jose's juniors. Oh, here we go. Right? <laughs> Fergie's fledglings. He can't help Busby babes. I'm surprised no one did it on the day. Jose's juniors gave us all a bit of a boost going into the Stockholm match against Ajax. We we owe an apology. Jose's Jr. No, oh right. I'm you, it's that. yours. Mine. You've, you've trademarked TM. it. I'm the yeah. first man. Yeah. You, you, you've trademarked it. We, 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 it's officially done. Right now, stop. Thank you. <laughs> Jose's Juniors, everyone. Jose's Juniors. What was the name of the brothers? What, what did you, you need to take that back? You, you drew me and Robert Meakin down a particular road of Jones and Smalling in the middle. What were you calling them? It was just for entertainment. The no. Chuckle Brothers. <laughs> yeah. And we yes, actually, blindly yeah. followed you down that stupid path. Come with me. It'll be a laugh, though. It'll be a, it'll be a laugh down that path. <laughs> we were trying to pick our team, Dave. Mm. We did very badly. Did we? Well, so did anyone no. say matter? We weren't that far off. We uh, we didn't it? have matter in there. Uh, we were arguing about Fellaini. We certainly had Jones ahead of Smalling. Mm. Yeah, we did. We had Blind at left back. That was the only thing yeah. wrong. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like that. Smalling. Dave's Sm- gone did in. You with see him. how Smalling played though on the night. Smalling played like, like his life no, depended on it. Smalling him. played like he'd been told you're only allowed one touch. And it was literally like wherever it landed, wherever it came, put stick your head on it, kick it anywhere. <laughs> he did not have more than two touches. If you watch that back on your TV, oh, if anyone can find me a clip where he has more than two touches, kind of weird amazed. thing that he would notice, isn't it? Now look, detail, Eddie. Detail. We've done the match. We've touched on the manager a little bit, although I'm sure he will come up uh, again in terms of uh, what we can expect of him. <sighs> People on crutches. Latan was on crutches. You had a flash boy over there on on crutches. Uh, he took everybody out there with him, uh, but not everybody will be at Manchester United next year. They can't possibly be. We're being linked with just about everybody in Europe. Robert, you first, please. Uh, who should we call the cab for? Well, obviously, Rooney is going to be on his way. I would also say 
Is he going to Everton, do you think? You think we're going to get a fee I'm not for sure him? if Everton need him. And I don't say that maliciously. I'm not sure if Everton really need him, to be honest. I mean, they're not, they're not a bad side. Where would you play him? I hope, I hope for his sake he does go to Everton and has a decent season there and then goes and makes a shed load of money elsewhere if that's what he wants to do. But I think I'm not sure how much they really need it. But obviously Rooney, I would say obviously with the, with the because he's looking to reinforce the defence, it would seem pretty obvious that at least one of the fullbacks and one of the centre backs is on their way. I would guess that it might be Jones who goes. Stan Laurel's gone. And then, Who's um, gone? and then, yes. and then I would say, and then, and then, and then it depends on what happens with Luke Shaw. Does is he really going to stick with Luke Shaw? Is he going to cash in? I don't, I'm not sure if he's in a really position to, to sell Luke yeah, Shaw at the moment. So I'm suspecting maybe Darmian might 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 even go. Darmian's useful though, isn't he, Bobby? But, well, but no, he's never fulfilled think, a potential. No, but you're not talking him as playing. You're talking like John O'Shea. You're talking him playing 25 games a season. But would you have in, Blint? Could you keep Blint, Damian, and I think Luke Blint Shaw would stay. No, I think Blint no, would stay as, um, as, a, as a mate. Wait, I, I think. Just say this to you, Robert, on that. I've got a mate who knows <coughs> Luke Shaw's family. Yeah. And apparently yeah. the boy's confidence is shot. Yeah, I can but believe it might be that. Good for him to get out of there, to be honest. But then, you know, for he the comes. the player. Totally, but I think he comes back, he starts playing well, and then he gets his injury again. He's thinking the world's against yeah. him. It's a bad yeah. injury he's got. He'll probably not come back till September at best. I've heard like, of Danny season. Rose, apparently. Uh, well, Ro- I, think, yes. I think there are a couple of clubs interested in, in Danny Rose. Oh, yeah. I think Tottenham yeah. are losing their left back and their right back. But he's, again, been injured for a hot minute, hasn't he? Uh, and he's got very interesting... Ashley eye- Young, eyebrows. I think he could be on his way. Well, I was, going, I was going to say, I think Ashley Young, is, although he's been a solid performer... Yeah. This season, he I think it's the way forward. Games. And I will say, even though he was our man of the match, I would sell Fellaini. If we're talking about this team improving and going forward, you can't sell that him is yet. not where. You no, not you're not selling Zidane. You, you, you can't sell no. him yet. Oh, we can't I, you, sell you him can, yet. You, you, can, you can if you bring in a new top draw midfielder, which I think we're hopefully going to get onto afterwards. But, yeah, I don't we want we, we will do, but we don't know that people hit the ground running. He won't sell Fellaini. I don't think he'll sell. He will definitely not sell him. He trusts him. He trusts him. Rather, I think he, will. he entertains me, Fellaini. Now, I, I find him quite entertaining to watch. Runs in the same way you look at a bearded lady in a circus. I love, uh, you know what yeah. I love? It's like uh, one of our podcast cast regulars, Drew, when, when he was at the Grouch over us, he said Fellaini was fantastic. And he all he ever says, he's so brilliant the way he brings the ball down on his chest. And that's all he says. And the way he brings the ball down on his chest, he deserves to be in the team it, just for that. In terms of world class status, he yeah. is number one chest well, control player in the world. That I'm sure that's top, on FIFA. A top trumps of player. It's true, people say that about him. You, you, yeah. you guys, you've got rid of Rooney, you've got rid of Jones. I haven't and, got rid of Jones. And Young yeah. is probably I think can Jones I, will can stay. I put one forward as well. He's been in, uh, on the radio, talked about today, Zlatan. His uh, agent's been on the radio today saying that he feels they're waiting now. They feel there's still a chance of a second season at United. He still feels strong enough to play. He's not going to retire or go to America. He's going to stay in Europe. I personally would be happy to say thank you and goodbye when you see the £375,000 a week well, plus the free yeah, 100 and whatever but he's been worth it goal. that's, that's the not 20, the point the, the, point, the, the point is been good. We, we made this point and I certainly talked to uh, Chris and Robert about it is that he stays at Manchester United he doesn't stay as a bit pot player he doesn't stay as a 10 game a season he plays the big games at his mm. age at his status it means already there's talk of Rashford going out on loan by who? 
That's nuts. Well, I'll have that'd be madness. That'd be utter, ma- well, utter hold madness. On. Where's he that- gonna, they're going to bring at least one striker in. Oh, let's do, well, let's do it. Let's do the science of it because you're doing the emotion of it. No, I'm not. I'm doing the science of it. You're not going to... Um- <laughs> <laughs> you can't... He's, he's, he's getting touch he's, your emotions. He's, he's holding on to the table, Robert. I'm raging. You're not going to get... Whoever, show me that person and I'll show you an idiot. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because he doesn't know what he's talking about. He's probably the kind he of He wants person- to play through the centre. Yes, but it's a long season. You can't play every game. No. Right? You can't. You just can't. So you need a squad of players. I think, just going rewinding a little bit on Zlatan, he can't play till January anyway. No. Would not surprise yeah, exactly. me. He turns up in January. You can sign someone in January. And then he gets the glory games in the second half of the Champions League to make an impact. And he's an impact player in certain games that give a bit of presence yep. and confidence to the group. So I wouldn't rule that out. Do I'll- you think, though, uh, since he's been injured, he's scored a lot of goals and also he's missed a lot of chances when we've withdrawn 1-1 and things like that. Do you think, since he's been injured, we play better in, more attacking, having more pace? I tell you, yes, but we still don't score as many goals yeah. with him in the team. But that means and we need some, uh, you know, a, a And we're, go- and we're going to get it. But can I just go back to Zlatan? Because I think he's been hard done to in the Player of the Year awards. He didn't get any of them. Herrera got them and uh, Valencia got them. Valencia plays the player I can see. But I thought 28 goals that guy scored. He kept us alive in the league all season. He won the the League Cup for us. No, I think we shouldn't forget his contribution. I don't think any 28 goals you can't. Nobody scored 20 goals. Do you think you nearly lost money on it? Do you think that he was brought in? I would have been happy to have given him that money. I'm sorry that I didn't. Do you think he was brought in for his presence? We needed a winner in the dressing room. We have. And still do. We've lacked it. And still do. That could be something that we still need to galvanise. We still do. I mean, Valencia was captain, wasn't he, of the the match. And here was a guy, Robert, who we've talked about, didn't want the number seven, didn't want the pressure, felt Mm. as though it was too heavy for him, had to revert to this uh, wing back. Well, I say he's a wing back, but he wasn't really a wing back. He's been was made the right back wasn't he because yeah. we weren't paying three at the back so it's interesting the way his career's developed i'd say that yeah this season i think two sort of players who've really moved on i would you'd have to say it'd be valencia and herrera have both i think really stepped up to the plate um, i mean obviously valencia started out as a winger he was yeah if you said to a lot of manchester united fans a couple of seasons ago that oh he's he, he could do the right back role they they would they would have laughed at you to be honest and he's really he's really carved it out and made it his own so definitely he deserves a lot of credit and yet Fosu Mensah was one of those players that had a brilliant game, if I remember rightly, at Crystal Palace. And he's one yeah. of those guys who he must be stunting his development. He's a very good player. And, 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 and he's one of the guys. I mean, you haven't put him on your list, but he does. He hasn't but played these, enough games to justify staying. But these lads are 18, 19 years old. Yeah. They're still really young. Marshall's still really young. Talk about people going. I think Marshall's on the list that could be going. Yeah, and this would get some money for him. Yeah, and I'm not sure that's the right decision myself, but I can understand why because, you know. He's come as the star. Mentality. When you've, when you've mentality. been. Mentality. I get he that like, now. Yeah. Jose doesn't like his yeah. mentality. No, no, fine. Because jo- Jose took his number. I've come here for 30 million. Sorry, I'm doing role play now. Do you get that? I've come here for 30 million. I've scored a goal in my first home game. I'm the new Messiah, right? You then come. 
right? You take my number and you give it to that guy over there. Yeah, but and he, I don't get a game. He and I'm was a kid. upset because he had trademarked this number, Marcel Nine, and was going to do a clothing line. It's all the commercial stuff. Was. It's all commercial It wasn't stuff. anything to yeah. do with that. That's it's what the reason like, was. No, it's a bit like when you go to your in your office and you sit in your chair all the time and it's your favourite seat and you've got your own little nice favorite mouse mat seat. and your mug there, all the rest of it. And then you come back after two weeks away on holiday, annual leave, you're allowed it. And some someone's taken your... Someone has changed your desk that you've sat in there for the entire year and no one's had the courtesy to tell you. And I think he's feeling... So you'd leave then? I'd kick off about it. I'd <laughs> you, go... You'd, I'd be go mo- you'd be miserable. I'd, 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 I'd be going, it shows disrespect. Now I completely understand Marcel's side now. I'm, I'm on his side. <laughs> it shows disrespect. This I'd be like this I, knew, I knew we'd start really okay, serious and get so as, as silly as let's this. Talk no, about, it's not silly. That's this real. is serious then. So let's talk about this. This, this is run all our summer. De Gea. Is he going to stay? Is he going to go? The club are saying he is not for sale. Let's what do you let, think? let's leave it there because that's a fantastic time to uh, take a break. Uh, it's uh, Chris, it's Dave, uh, and over there it's uh, Robert. This is the Manchester United Redcast, and we'll be back in a tick. Hello from the Geek Town Radio podcast, a show that gives you the latest TV, film and gaming news all from a UK perspective, plus the latest UK premiere dates and a ton of interviews from people such as Suits Lewis Lit, Rick Hoffman. It's crazy. The whole thing's crazy. To gaming royalty like Troy Baker and Nolan North. Would you really take a bullet from me? Uh, well, no, that's that's the acting. From behind the scenes people such as the directors of smash hit US comedy Veep. We love Geek Town. My kids wear your t-shirts. To screen legends. Hello. Such as Mr. George Decay. Star trekking across the universe. For all this and more, come join us on Geek Town Radio, available to download every Tuesday from your usual podcast supplier and from geektown.co.uk. So we're back, Manchester United Redcast here, broadcasting to you, assessing the Manchester that we know, the right side, the red side. Interesting point made, uh, a general election uh, due in Britain uh, very, very shortly. The uh, underdog Reds beating uh, the confident Blues in terms of what happened in the FA Cup. I, I don't know. Maybe when we come back again, we'll have we'll be out of Europe and maybe uh, we'll have a different government. Although I'm not sure. Our conversation now has come to the goalkeeper, uh, the man who we talk about Player of the Year. I think in the early stages, Chris, uh, it could have been De Gea, an absolutely awesome uh, goalkeeper, in my opinion, the finished product, fantastic at times, kept us in games. But Dave has asked a question, I'm coming to you first, Robert, because I think he's gone. I think he's going to go, and I don't blame him. I don't think it, it, it's not the act of some sort of mercenary player. He, going back to his home country, going back to the, the the big club there. I think. I mean, I think he's done a fantastic job for a fairly underachieving Manchester United side in recent years. As you say, he's been our best player. And while I'd be very, very sad to see him go, and obviously a little worried about what our goalkeeping situation would be, I don't, I wouldn't hold a grudge against him because I think he's been absolutely fantastic for us, and he wants to go home. Completely understandable. And, and interesting that it comes at a time uh, when the blue side of the city uh, have uh, broken the bank in order to get this uh, Brazilian yeah. keeper, Chris. Yeah, and that's he just. I mean, get a keeper who can use his hands first, feet second. For me, uh, <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen anything of this Edison. 
lad, but I'm a bit old school when it comes to saving shots. Well, he's 23 years old. And, uh, yeah, and, although- you know, and therefore, the league, as we know, is a physical league. They took the Gaia a few seasons to cope with the physicality Did. of it. Um, I think with the Gaia going would be tragic for us because it is such a key position. He's made such incredible progress. He's our one truly outstanding world-class star in the squad that we have, you can't argue with, and would get into any team in the league. And I don't think we have anyone in the squad necessarily on form who you can say that about. However, I just think the press are playing silly games at the minute and so are Real Madrid. That's what they do. And there'll be a game of brinkmanship till August and then they'll put in a bid and then it'll all be a little bit chaotic and then we'll see again I don't know that they can leave it till August again Dave because they did, they did that wouldn't they come in with a 25 million bid and then he came and signed a new mm. uh, contract if he does go and I think the, the school of thought here is that most likely at some stage in the very near future yeah. he will and certainly we've heard nothing from the manager that suggests that uh, he is prepared to break the bank and do all, all that he can brown nose and all to keep him mm. you taking Joe Hart? No, I don't think so. I, I, I don't mind Romero, to be honest. I mean, I'd rather have Romero over Joe Hart if we're going to look at that. Um, there's not a lot of great goalkeepers out there that are available. Um, do you take a risk on a younger goalkeeper? Again, is Jose that kind of manager that will take a risk on a young well, he did. He, did. He, he took Courtois above Peter Petr Cech. Didn't yeah, he? I don't. I I wouldn't take Joe Hart. I don't particularly think he's a good goalkeeper. I never really have really. Um, but I, I, I'd be happy. I know Romero's not played in the big, um, you could say in the biggest, biggest games. He did play in the Europa League final. But, you know, when you have to play in the big games, De Gea's always played. Um, it, would be, it would be bad, I think. If we lose him, that would not be good. We've got to be looking for Champions League quality players to replace anyone yeah. that loses. Yeah, and absolutely. if, if, if Gea goes from Real, to Real Madrid, it's the only place he can go, then I want £70 million because if, if this Edison who's got no proven track record is 35, well, yeah, the game is twice 50, the man. aren't they? Or then we talk about 60. a swap deal at Real Madrid and who we'd get out of Real Madrid for him. My yeah. preference as a goalkeeper would be Oblak at, at Atletico. I think he's makes big saves at big moments. That's what I look for in goalkeepers that, that change games. Is he available? He does it. Yeah, he could be available. Depends if we get Griezmann. They won't sell both of them to us. So there's all these ifs and buts and maybes going on. I think one thing to talk about is, okay, swap deal from Real Madrid. Who are you going to Isco. give us? Isco. He's is just signed way. a new deal there. Well, Cruz, so the two players... You've, because it's Bale or Isco, isn't yeah. it? Tony they, Cruz. They, they can't... But well, you, is that... That's, well, what that's who I'd want. The, new, the, the sort of rumours coming out is that if Bale doesn't start the Champions League final, yeah. then yeah, they, it's, think, it's they, one they think it's game, they, up, game on. The fans prefer Isco. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah. He's, he, he's the one they like. And for some reason, they just haven't yeah. taken I to I wouldn't bear. want us to waste money on Hammers, Rodriguez. That would be... No, he, six, likes, six, he likes driving six, a Lamborghini really fast and getting drunk, apparently. Take, taking Bale would, Bale would be take awesome, Bale. wouldn't it? Bale, Bale would be great, but Bale out of his... I mean, you can't criticise a man who's won the Champions League twice in three seasons since he's been there and scored winning goals and contributions in those finals. So it's a bit harsh on the Madrista to think of him like that. However, he's been inconsistent with injuries yeah, in two out of those three seasons, and that's not that's why they've not taken to him. You know? mm. um, but then they don't take to Ronaldo, and he plays every game because he's never injured. I, I would, I'd be, if we could get Gareth Bale and Griezmann... As a marquee signing, oh, Gareth Bale that would, would be That would be like, something. Wouldn't it, Robert? Because as a, as a, we know him, we understand him, and we've seen what he did in the last stages of Ferdinand's career. We saw how he ran past him. Uh, so that would be a great signing, wouldn't it, Bobby? 
Of course it would be absolutely fantastic. It's stuff dreams to get him back, and obviously because he's a Premiership player as well. I mean, I'm haunted still by you know another famous wide woman, Di Maria, came who had to adapt to the to the Premiership, and of course it all just went tits up pretty. Over, but you wouldn't have months. that problem here, Bale. No, you wouldn't have that. But I'm saying exactly. We were we were that was we were so much hope. When he arrived, it just never really happened. Even though there were glimpses of brilliance with Bale, you would think if he can stay fit, that he would just he would hit the ground running. I think it'd be a fantastic addition. We do need. I, mean, I was I'd say in terms of our signings, I'd I'd say let's go away from the goalkeeper for a minute. I would say centre back, left back, centre midfield, new striker, and a wide man. I think they're the I think they're the they're the. <laughs> are, you just, are you sure? Is that on your shopping that's list fine. just now? The thing about Bale yeah, is that it would be. He knows be. the league, right? He knows the league, so that's he is a, it's a head start. But I'll tell you who's going to be really annoyed. Tony Marshall when they take his number off him for yeah, Bale man. when he takes the 11 off him he's going to come back from holiday again and got another shirt oh well done very <laughs> that's a gag that's a gag that's a whole journey that's taken Jose's juniors everyone <laughs> Jose's juniors TM <laughs> so here we are Marshall might go we'll get some money for him we've got first option on pay, you know Memphis Depay, we've got That's first just you option. Have. Eddie Nestor's no, we got have. first option. Uh, Rob, Depay. tell him, he doesn't believe him. We've got first option to buy him back. We, we know Ed Woodward steals it. We've got first option on Keane as well from Burnley. Well, the, the reason that he might come more back, useful, and it, he's yeah. more interesting, is because we are tied in to the profit that they make from him, and it would effectively act as a reduction in the true market. Is that, have I gone we'll say to, five million, basically. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, so it won't don't, cost us don't do that. Less. I was trying to make it say, "You just, you just made, you just made me." Don't do that. Sorry, I was, di- I was distracted by the <laughs> color of the shirt again. <laughs> what, what do you think of the boy? Do you like him? And does it make us seem silly for like? So you're going to have two guys in there that you let go, and you've had to buy them back for huge amounts of money, Robert Meekin. Yeah, that that does sting rather. I mean, of course, they were people people who disappeared. Under previous regimes, of course, Mourinho doesn't have any reason to be embarrassed. He's made it quite clear to our players he wouldn't have sold. Um, I like the look. I mean, I think next season, if we've got a, a four centre-backs to choose from of Bailly, Rojo, Keane, Smalling, I don't think that's a bad that's a bad way. For, I'm not a crazy Smalling fan, but I think as, as the fourth choice, I think that, that would look pretty good. I think that's a good four to have in terms of your centre-back options. I think we'd be moving forward. Yep, yep. He's in Vegas at the minute, getting married or having his uh, stag night. Uh, I see some interesting pictures, uh, but we weren't going to. That, we need yeah. goals. We scored fifty-four goals. We, and, so, uh, so, Chelsea so scored eighty-five. Who's a twenty goalers? Because you, the problem with Rashford is that you're not at the minute. It doesn't look as though you're going to get twenty goals a season. Not right? yet. Not yours. Don't no, but I think away. I think Jose's been giving hints all season. When he had the press conference in February saying, I wouldn't have sold Chicharito and he'd scored 25 goals for us. To me, it says he's looking for a penalty box predator. Someone who's alive in that 18-yard box. You don't like Lukaku, do you? I don't think he's kind of right for us. I don't think at the top, top level he's right for us. I'm, I am I think we need a, an old-fashioned... I mean, I like Benzema, but I, I think we didn't know. I don't think Harry Kane's available, by the way. Well, well, what yet. do you? Th- we, well, I mentioned him, but what do you think about Antoine Griezmann? I, mean, I love him because there's been a since the the Champions League semi final, he went missing in both games. People kind of under um ard about him and what the price could be. I think it's over seventy million, isn't it? Eighty million. Um, would is that the kind of player we're talking about, or is he more of this kind of withdrawn number ten? Isn't he? I, I think he can someone who can play in those um, ten. 11, 8 positions. I think we need him and someone else, quite frankly. I don't think you can trust a 19-year-old kid to 
score 25 goals for you this season in the season playing number nine you can't I think we need a, a penalty box predator you know a, a finisher a deadly finisher a Van Nistelrooy type of, of a performer that's what we're missing would you, make, would, would you have given Defoe a season? probably not now not probably not now because I, I don't I think Defoe's an impact so but the level of playing Champions League football I think you're looking for someone we did, can, we did it all right with one called Solskjaer didn't we? Yeah, a different different era, and he had yeah, was complimented by the other three. We got remember when he got Henrik Larsson for a season as well. Yeah, it, it, it barely that I think. I think yeah, he played yeah. six months. Yeah. He came, in, but he did, did all right. Did he, he did, did a, great. He came in and did a job. But you know, Belotti is someone that's been linked with, and Belotti is very much a bull in the penalty in the penalty area. He's a finisher. He scores all types of finishes in the eighteen yard box. Um, mm. He seems overpriced to me for someone who's never done it in the Champions League. But it's that kind of type of footballer I think he's looking for to play. As a, as a number yeah. nine. Uh, having said that, I still don't rule out that Tony Marshall hasn't got that potential when he plays at number nine. Yeah, but he doesn't like him. He doesn't like him, but I think he's got the potential, but he doesn't, he's not going to do it. I mean, when he runs at you, Robert, I mean, it is, <clears throat> there's no one in Manchester United, I don't think, who runs yeah. at somebody like oh, Marshall does. There are, there are moments when you think, what, you know, what, he looks an absolutely brilliant player, particularly you know, cutting in from the left, he looks an absolute nightmare to defend against. And he gives you real hope. You think, oh, that's the mm. that's the player we imagined he is. And then, of course, he disappears again or you know, fades from matches. So I I hope we persevere with him. I mean, I'm, I'm maybe being a bit soft, but I think he just, he does look like he's a, a top draw player. I mean, I, I'd say for argument's sake, uh, Lingard, I like Lingard as a player. I think he's probably a decent squad player at best. I think Martial has more talent than Lingard, even though he... But it's attitudal, you get... You it's attitude-wise, yeah, it's probably, it, it's probably way behind. It's, and it's belief with Martial. It's belief. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's purely belief that he can <laughs> go past anyone whenever he wants. Because every time we all watch him getting the ball, we all think he can, and he should, because he has the ability. <laughs> he doesn't quite believe it. Yeah, because the manager hasn't said yeah. And there's a bit of that, for sure. fantastic yeah. player, for sure. just run. I didn't know how good you were. Yeah. Now I've seen yeah. you, you're what, fantastic. What about these two players, then? So you've got uh, Juan Mata... Will, will he still be here yeah. coming to next season? And what do you think about Henrik Mkhitaryan's first <laughs> season? That seems to be another player that has got all the talent in the world but can lack confidence. Well, I think that if you, if you, if you follow Chris's argument that this is a long season with many different formats, and I will for a second, that Mkhitaryan was our Europa Cup player wasn't yeah. he? he scored a number player of, of the goals. season in that competition yeah. in, that, in that competition and I, and I don't think you can watch a player score in the final score that many goals perform that well in a particular competition and say I'm going to get rid of him I just think there's a lot more to come to get out of those players I think that most of them have played like six and a half out of ten of their ability I think yeah. Pogba has I think Mkhitaryan has I think we've seen glimpses of what they can do I think it's Jose's job to find a way of playing that gets more out of them I think there's a bigger situation going on potentially if he signs someone like Michael Keane because he's going to try and recreate the class of 2011 Keane, Pogba, Lingard all play together Pereira's going to come back from loan and apparently he's going to get a chance in the squad in midfield he's had a good season Yep. Granada before Tony Adams turned up doing the hammer time during training and um, getting them relegated I mean that was extraordinary Tony you see that that's amazing yeah. Tony Adams no, um, so I think there's a lot to be hopeful for and any team worth their salt that's any good has always had a hardcore of players from the youth team who've come through yep. and that's a fact Jose's juniors. It, it, in terms of where <laughs> yeah. we're going now we've talked about the manager we've talked about the game season of success 
you have to say it's a success because the only if it's Chelsea won the league, that's it. They won the league. Arsenal have somehow won the FA Cup. United have won two trophies, League Cup, Europa League. We all know that. So that is a success. When you look at the 24 points that we actually finished behind Chelsea, then that's the concern. Can we bridge that gap? Because that is a huge gap. Can we bridge that gap and compete on all the fronts we are now in, including the Champions League? Well, can Chelsea, can Chelsea do it? Because yeah. Chelsea will So play yes, I would say it's a success. I would say it's a success. But next season, we, we will not accept... The performances and the and the how many draws at home that is absolutely incredible. So we need to see your progression. No more transition. There are only four tournaments you're in. We won two of them. Yeah. It's a success. Did we enjoy it as much as we should? No. Why? We didn't play the football or get the results that we wanted to. There's a lot of work to be done on the pitch about entertaining us and playing the United way. But we won two out of four, and let's all drink to that. That's much more than many people. Robert? Yeah, yeah. The, the premiership uh, you know, campaign was hugely disappointing. Just the, the points we wasted at Old Trafford was dreadful. And, and we, we obviously didn't deserve to be in the top four. So, yeah, my, my glass was half empty for some time, just thinking about how badly we performed domestically. Um, but you step back from that now. The fact we won the second tier European competition is obviously good because it means we've scraped into the back door into the elite competition again, where a team of Manchester United's resources obviously belong. So Mourinho's got away with it. Not a great season, but he's pulled it off. He's done just about what he said he was going to do. But we want big improvements next he's season. He's done better I than Pep Guardiola. He has. Oh, absolutely. Or any manager in Manchester United history. The season. Oh, no season. doubt. But we want, but we'd all be lying if we said we don't want next season to be competing. Never mind for the top four. We want to be competing for the Premiership again and having a real good yeah. campaign in the, in the Champions League. Yeah, Bob. Let, me, ju- moment, let me just give you. Let me just give you this, Bob. Either me, of those things, I don't think. Sorry for interrupting. Let me just give you this because Tottenham are, are really happy with playing some magnificent football, uh, coming mm. above Arsenal, uh, arriving at second, and getting more points than they've ever got in the Premiership. But 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 my argument with a Tottenham supporter would always be, what have you won? And mm. and I wonder how much you know I, I, this new modern thing about top four, top four, top four, top four, top four. You know, Arsenal figure is going to say, I won the FA Cup. I've won it 13 times. I've won it more than anybody else. Uh, Jose is going to say, we didn't win two, we won three. And we're in a World Super Cup as well. And, and so would you prefer to be Tottenham right now, coming second in the Premiership? No, no or Manchester ask Tottenham no. on August the 12th or even August the 31st, if they're happy coming second, when Carl when Walker's left, when Danny Rose has left, when Deli Ali is saying, I'll give you one more season, and when maybe Eric Dyer's gone. Ask them if they're happy finishing second then, because they want to leave, because they want to win trophies. Yes, they want to get paid more, but they do want to win trophies. Yeah. No one's going to remember in five years' time whether Tottenham came second or not. They're just not. You will remember United won the Europa League yeah. because it happened. It was a beautiful feeling winning the FA Cup last season, I have to say. Uh, a feeling that we hadn't had for such a long time. Yeah, felt absolutely. great. That was and, that and was, this, yeah. and You tell Michael season, Carrick and yeah. Wayne Rooney who'd never won it exactly. before, it would meant nothing. And this season, exactly the same. Winning that Europa League, winning the UEFA Cup was fantastic. The League Cup was absolutely great. I'm not talking about finishing fourth, second or third I'm talking about we need to be going for it now we need to be in the last couple of weeks of the season we need to be on top or going we need to be going for it I don't expect us to walk into the Champions League and win it but I want to see us competitive but I want to see us playing in a certain way and scoring goals and not sort of holding on and dropping points at home 
Yeah, it's, a, it's a very interesting time. J- j- just before we go, context for me is everything. I'd just like to get you guys to put it into some kind of context. Uh, if you look at the top six, uh, you know, all I would suggest, even Manchester City, because they came top four, Liverpool could claim it was a success, uh, Man City, Tottenham definitely, uh, and uh, uh, Chelsea, uh, Arsenal and Manchester United can claim success, FA Cup, uh, Europa Cup, uh, and, uh, you know, the Carling Cup or, or whatever it's called now. But moving forward, there are some troubling signs for these teams in the top six. It is, it is, you know, Chelsea are going to have issues with, with, with Hazard, we're going to have issues with with, with they're not going to be easy to replace. Uh, Liverpool will need to strengthen a lot in order to stay competitive because they won't have had the games that they had last year. Uh, Man United, Man, Man City have already done two huge bits of mm. business and cleared out the deadwood that we still haven't identified. That that's the thing. I see. Yeah. I've seen this for the last two or three years, right? Man City have already told people like Clichy what what they're not wanted. Yeah. They've already said, yeah, yeah, you can stay, but you're going to get a twenty five percent cut in your wages. They've already paid big Wonga for a new goalkeeper. And you see what I mean? They've bought we've Bernardo done, Silva. We, we've done no business. No, I mean, I think after the Champions League on Saturday, you may see a few things happen a bit quicker than normal because there's no summer tournament. I think you're absolutely right. I think the thing about Chelsea is the last time they won the league, what happened to them? They're unproven mentally whether they can go again the following season. They're also going to play twice a week. Can they cope with that? Unproven. Arsenal, Sanchez, Ozil, are they going to be staying around? Sanchez won't, I don't think. I don't think. I think he's gone. I think Ozil might. Well, nobody will have him. Which Champions League team is going to take Ozil? On think, the basis oh no, sorry, of no, what? I think Ozil, Ozil will stay. Ozil, of course he will, because there's no one else who yeah, take exactly. So, and but he's got a contract issue, and he signs that Belgian lad. That's not going to appease the Gooners, is it? So, I, I'm not too worried about Arsenal. I think City are a massive threat, and I th- next year, yeah. and I think that because um, Pep will sort it out. It's very clear what he needs. He knows top end of the pitch they look great. Bottom end of the pitch, not so much. I think Liverpool. And don't underestimate Klopp. He can get players playing for him and he can get players playing better than what they are. And I think he's got Champions League money and I think I expect Liverpool to have a good season again next year and, and really step up again. I think they've had a really good season because they shouldn't have got in the Champions League in terms of their spend and what's available to them. But they did. And I think that's a turning point for them. I think, uh, you know what? I, what I will say is I think it's harder now than ever to win the Premier League. If you yeah, go back definitely. 10, 15 years, it, it, was, it wasn't as hard as what it is now. I say Liverpool, I mean, I think they've just uh, got cliche on a three, haven't they? So that's the kind of level of player they're, they're, they, they can get. But I'm with you. It's, it's City is, is the big, you know, that is what you've got to look at. Uh, they've got the money. They've got, they've, they're backing that manager after this season. They, they will go for it. Um, we, need to, we need to act and we need to... I'm sure we've got players in... You know they've they've got a structure. They know what they want, and hopefully we can get the players that we need. But it's harder than ever. That you can understand why the t- being in the top four is so important to everyone. Because not every only one team can win it. But we just need to show that we are one of those teams. And I don't want to finish in fifth and sixth place again. I, I want us to be challenging. And I'll give you I'll give you the last word on this, Rob, because we're well over our bandwidth. Uh, context. Your thoughts. I expect Manchester City to be significantly stronger. I expect Liverpool to be stronger again under Klopp, who I think is a, a great manager. So we've got to bear those things in mind. Chelsea, yeah, we'll we'll see because suddenly they'll have 
they'll have to cope with the European football alongside the domestic. But I mean, already there's there's three sides you think well, very difficult to imagine not being again in that top four, and you chuck Tottenham into that mix. You chuck even Arsenal, even though they've got Wenger back, could Arsenal get a new lease of life when Wenger tries to prove us all wrong finally? I think it's going to be a really tough season. Manchester United have to be really ruthless in a transfer market over these next few weeks and months because we do need big improvements. Yes, we got away with it this season. We're delighted to have won the Europa League. Manchester United never want to be in that position again of scraping through into Champions League places by that, by that door. We need big improvements. It's been a few years of decline. We know about it. Hopefully now, Jose has steadied the ship and we can look forward to progress next season. Uh, and, and that's it for another year of the Manchester United Redcast. Uh, fantastic, Chris. Thank you so much. And uh, we've missed you, Dave, I've got to tell you. It's good to be uh, back. Lo- lovely to have you back. And it, it, it's just optimism, optimism. The glass is half full, I would say, Robert. Uh, and uh, uh, hopefully we'll come back pre-season and analyse some of those signings we've made. Uh, look forward to the uh, season. So from Chris, from Dave, from Robert and from me, come on you Reds. This is a Playback Media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at unitedredcast.com. Give software vendor audits the red card by signing up the Livingstone Managed Service Team right away. Call 0203 817 4880 or visit livingstone-tech.com to find out how. If you like this podcast, come and join me, Mark Webster, for the Whistleblowers, a weekly show that looks at the topics that all football fans are discussing this week at thewhistleblowers.net. And it happens to be brought to you by the same lot that produced this one. Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.